Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. This evening, we have a special guest. We have Prophetess Wazila from Kenya. Okay, you're on the air. Oh, thank you so much, uh, my friends and the man of God, Mr. Bobby, for your invitation to participate in your podcast this hour. It's around 12 midnight in Kenya, but I know in, in Chicago it's about, I don't know, is it around 8 or something? No, it's 3, yes, 3.27. Oh, 3.27 p.m. Yeah. Wonderful. So thank you so much. Um, I'm really honored to be here with you today. And I know God says we are two or three are gathered he is in their midst. So I believe the Spirit of God is with us here right now. And I want to just start with praying. Thank you, everlasting Father. I thank you for my life. I thank you for my family. I thank you for my brother, Mr. Barbie. I thank you for every listener who is listening as this hour. Oh, Lord, may you locate us, Almighty God, with your merciful eye, O Jehovah, King of glory. Father, may you go and meet our needs according to your riches in glory. And for those who are sick, Father, we decree and declare by the stripes of Jesus we are healed. And for those who are in fear, depression, or in any kind of attack, we declare no weapon fashion against us shall prosper. Every tongue that shall raise against us, we contain it in Jesus' mighty name. We cover ourselves with the blood of the Lamb, the blood of Jesus Christ, and decree and declare, let the blood speak better things in our lives, because it speaks better things than the blood of Abel, which speaks vengeance. Blood of Jesus speaks mercy, speaks forgiveness, speaks salvation of God, speaks deliverance, speaks healing, speaks promotion and elevation. And this is what you are invoking that blood to do in our life this hour. Father, I thank you for this service that I'm doing with my brother. I pray, I decree so that you may increase, Lord. Give me the wisdom I need. Give us the wisdom we need and give us the courage and give us the word that we need to speak in Jesus' mighty name. We pray and believe. Amen, amen, amen. So today I want to come and encourage you and every person who is listening that our dreams are valid or our visions cannot die regardless of what the enemy might bring in our lives, regardless of the challenges that we might encounter. I come to tell you, I come to encourage you that your dreams are valid, your dreams will not die, they will not be stolen and even if they are delayed, they will still germinate because it's a seed that God has planted in your life and you must watch over it until it comes to realization. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you, Jesus. So this hour I want to read a word of God from the book of book of Proverbs 9:18, which says, Where there is no vision, people perish. But where they but he that keepeth the law, he happy is he. God is encouraging us that we need to have a vision. In everything that we do, just like what you bring, my brother, it's a vision and it's a vision to help people. We can never serve God like touching him, walking to him, but wherever we serve his children, we are serving God. And God is encouraging, encouraging us that let us have dreams, let us visions, and where there's no vision, it says then you will be, you will perish. Because you will not have a meaningful life on earth. You must live the purpose that God created you to be. 
If I must start describing, a vision is an ability to think about or plan the future with your imaginary eye working towards it to become a reality or to make it a reality. And they are also called dreams. So God is encouraging us this today and always to be visionary. Just like what he told Abraham in the book of Hebrews 14, 6. He said, I will certainly bless you. I will make you multiply and make your descendants beyond number. That was Abraham, that was God telling Abraham that. That was the vision that God was seeing for Abraham, even though he was old, even though he didn't have a child with his wife Sarah, even though they biologically or scientifically they couldn't they couldn't have children or grandchildren, but God was seeing him with many children, a father of many nations, and that is how God tells us today, we need to see far with our visionary eye, with our imaginary, in our hearts. We need to see far. See your business growing. See your family growing. See your health being make, becoming wool. Yes, even if you're not seeing, it shall come to pass. And it's by faith that children of God walk by faith, not by sight. It does not matter what you have, the vision that you have. It might be touching millions of people in the world, but right now it doesn't look it. It does not matter. Don't look it with your eyes. You look it with your visionary eye. See it far as God sees it. And he says, I will watch over my word until I accomplish it. Wherever God is in it, it must grow. Amen, amen, amen. So, where there is anointing of God and where there is a vision that is going to help people of God, the enemy will always be in, attracted to it so that he can bring hindrance, so that he can bring barriers, so that he might bring people naysayers to, to draw us back, to derail our vision. But one thing we need to be encouraged today is that it does not matter what we encounter. It does not matter what we see surrounding us. That is fight to, that is trying to fight our, our vision and our dream and our purpose that God has put in our lives. We will always emerge victorious. We will always triumph. We will always be conqueror because greater is it that is inside us than the one outside us. And if God be for us, nothing and no one can be against us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So God is telling us, become visionary, dream your dreams, see far, and your dream will be realized. There is a young girl who comes from Kenya, but she's a Hollywood movie star, uh, Lupita Nyong'o. She once said, our dreams are valid. Yes, it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what challenges you're going through. It doesn't matter um, the obstructions, the barriers, what you're encouraging, what you're going to encounter in your life. But as long as you believe in yourself, as long as you remain focused, as long as you have faith in God, you will always, your dreams will always materialize. And this word was also echoed by another young man in the Bible who encourages me so much. He once had a dream in the book of Genesis 37, verses 5, I think. Uh, this was Joseph. He once had a dream. And the Bible says as he went to tell his brothers about his dream, they hated him even more. So people will hate you, my brother. People will hate you, my sister, because of what you want to do, because of where God is taking you, because of the things you're doing. 
for your life, for your family, for the society. But people will always discourage you. People will persecute you. People will betray you. People will fight you for that. But don't look at them with your physical eyes. Don't look at them with your carnal mind. Look at them with the faith of with the eye of faith, with the spiritual eye which is faith, and say that if God be for me, no one and nothing can be against me. Then what I'm, what I'm pursuing, I will eventually achieve it, and I will be a conqueror. So this boy, Idrans, uh, then the farm is harvesting uh, wheat, and his, and his shelf is in the middle of other shelves, and the, the shelves for other for his brother, they are bowing before him. See, that was the dream God had put in Joseph when he was at teenage age. And his brothers thought he's just a dreamer. In fact, they gave him a, a name. You are nothing but just a dreamer who sees his own things which can never be. You want to tell us, even us, we will bow before you. And the boy dreamt again. Now this time it was the stars, the moon, and the sun. They are bowing before him. And even the mother, they asked him, even us, you want to tell us we will bow before you? But it doesn't matter. At one point, his dream came to be realized. Yes, he was betrayed. Yes, he was persecuted. Yes, he felt like he's in darkness. He could not see where he's going to. But at one point, that dream came to be realized. One time, the brothers were kneeling before him and asking him for forgiveness. And that time, the boy was already a prime minister in a foreign country. I want to encourage someone. It does not matter where you are, what challenges you're going through. The vision that God has put in your heart, the vision that God has inspired you to do that thing you're doing for your life, for your family, for your society, it will come to materialize. What I need to tell you is that don't think it's going to be a smooth line, but God knows how to connect the dots. He's going to bring the right people in your way. He's going to bring the divine connectors, divine elevators, the destiny connectors and destiny helpers. They might come with a hand of persecution. They might come with a hand of insults. They might come with a hand of mockery, but God might be using them to take you to your next level. Be encouraged and say, if God be for me, nothing and no one can be against me. Whatever I am pursuing, God is in it, and it will emerge victorious. Because God does not lose his battle. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I just want to encourage you to tell you what. When God gives you a big dream, he will also bring bears, just as he did for David. He will also bring lions. It will also bring you to be in the wilderness. It will also bring people, even those whom you are helping, to be the one to turn against you. This is exactly what happened to David. When he was in the wilderness, taking care of his father's sheep, he grew so much passion to help those sheep, such that when the lion came to attack the sheep, David went in the front line and he said, I would rather face you than let you Feel my father's sheep. I would rather face this bear, fight with it, and it's an animal, a giant animal. But David conquered all of them. And when time came for him to be promoted, he also connected him to take food for his brothers in the battlefield. Hallelujah. God knows how to connect those dogs. 
to take you to the places you want to go, to take you to the place of your destiny, to take you to the places where you'll get your finances, where you'll get approvals, get a recommendation. So when he went to take food for the brothers, he went and found this giant guy, Goliath, insulting God of Abigail, insulting God of Israelites, insulting them and telling them that how he is superior, how he is strong. And David looked at him, and that anchor, that anchor, and stared him in his spirit. He said, if I protected my father's sheep from a lion, if I protected my father's sheep from a bear, I will protect the children of God from this giant, this uncircumcised Philistine. And, to, and he went to him in the name of the Lord, he said, today I come to you in the name of the Lord, whom you defy, and today we will give you I will, I will cut your head and I will give your head to the birds of the hair. You know, he went to that giant, not as a David, not as a shepherd, but he went to him with the name of the Lord. So every dream you have, everything that you're doing, you better involve God in it. Because if God is in it, God is the breath of life. Even if it is delayed, even if it is cut short, God will make it to be restored. God will make it to germinate again. But if the word of God is not in it, if you're not involved with God in it, then the enemy will steal it because he will do what he knows best. His work is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus gives life. No matter, even if it was dead, he will call it like he called Lazarus. Come up again. Even if there's no way, he says, I am the way. Even if there's no sight, Jesus gives you light sight. He will hold your hand until you rise up and walk again. Walk to your destiny. Walk to your vision. Walk to that thing God has called you to do. It cannot die when God is in it. Even if it is delayed, it will always germinate. Today, I want to encourage every person who is listening to me. As I'm talking to you from Nairobi, Kenya. And tell you what. Yes, you, it may not look possible. Yes, you'll be mocked. You'll be humiliated. You will be betrayed. You will be persecuted. You will encounter stumbling blocks. You will encounter barriers. You will encounter setbacks. Suffer the in wilderness. Suffer not knowing what to do. But trust yourself. Trust in God. Trust in the name of God. And you will be victorious. And you will be an overcomer. You will be a conqueror. Amen, amen, amen. As long as God is in it, it cannot die. As long as God is in there, he will always make it to become fruitful in Jesus' mighty name. I want to leave you with the word of God that says, then what shall we say in response to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? And then I want to leave you again with Habakkuk 2.2. It says, um, let me get it where it is. Habakkuk, it says, um, it says about writing the vision. Um, yeah, got it, got it. It says then, it, this is Habakkuk 2, 2. It says, then the Lord answered to me and said, write the vision and make it plain. Make it simple. On a tablet. Tablet meaning something which cannot be erased. Something which cannot be torn apart. Something which cannot be burned. In other words, hide it in the deep of in the deepest place of your heart. Put your vision there so that whoever sees it will run with it. So that you can always remind yourself, even if you don't see it, in your heart you remind yourself, I have an obligation to do 
for my society. I have an obligation to do for my family. I have an obligation to do for the church of Christ. Put it in the tablet of your heart. That's like that. Whoever will see it, will run with it. In other words, when time comes for you to go, when your time comes for you to rest, someone who is connected to you will see the vision and we carry it to the next stage. We'll always carry it and it shall not die. Someone will always come and pick it up from where you left to take it to another level. So Abakuk says, then the Lord answered and said, write the vision and make it plain on the tablet. Then that he may, who sees, may run with it. I want to tell you today, let that vision be in your heart. Be engraved in your heart. As you sleep, think over it. As you pray, pray over it. As you speak, speak over it. As you confess, confess over it. Confession brings possession. And as you lead it to, the, in, to God in prayer, then God's power will rest upon it. And God will make it materialize. God will make it to be realized. God will make it to manifest. No matter how big it is, God says dream big. If God says you will realize it, then be, 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 dream big. Dream of that multi-billion business. Dream of that multi-billion um, vision you have. Be, think of that beautiful family. Think of body being made whole. That's a vision. Think of your children growing and becoming excellent people in the society. It does not matter where you are. It does not matter who is fighting you. It does not matter the challenges you're encountering. You're encountering. God is going to be in it. He's going to bring healing. He's going to bring breakthroughs. He's going to bring open doors. He's going to bring promotions. He's going to bring settlement and accomplishment. In the name of Jesus Christ. I think I'm ending my service there. And as I pray for you, may God overshadow you with his mighty hand. May God quicken everything that the enemy had delayed. May God bring to life everything that was dead. Every dream that was dead. May God bring it alive once again in the name of Jesus Christ. May God take you to the next level. May God upload you every burden that is hindering you from achieving what God has put in your heart. And as you pray today and as I pray for you today, your dream will not die. It will materialize and help others. And it will always have people who will support it. In Jesus' mighty name, be blessed richly. My name is Prophetess Wanzila from Nairobi, Kenya. Thank you so much. I love you. And Jesus loves you so much. Bye-bye-bye. Wait, wait a minute, woman of God. Yeah. I want you to stay on the line, please, okay? Because sure. I want to close it out. And uh, first, I want to say thank you for coming on this uh, podcast um, this um, this evening. I appreciate that. And whenever whenever you feel led about coming back on the show, you're more than welcome. Thank you so much. I appreciate so much. I'm humbled. Also, uh, tell all of your um, all of your Kenyan um, friends and family members. Let them know that I'm trying to um, bring my Christian business to Kenya. Sure, sure, you told me about that. Yes, I know. I want you to let them know and tell them to send me a and, yes, and tell them to send me a friend request too, because that's how we're going to be able to get this um, podcast to grow and also, you know, my online business. Sure, sure, sure. I will do that. Okay, Heavenly Father, I come. You can count, you can count on me. 
Heavenly Father, I come before you as humble as I know how. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, again, Lord, for allowing me to use my um, this podcast, this platform for good, Lord, not just for me to just be on here just trying to sell a book. Uh, Lord, just um, touch the hearts and minds of my listeners, Lord, because if it was up to me, they would be on board, Lord, but you give us free will. So touch the hearts and minds of my listeners, Lord. Bless them, Lord. First of all, the ones that don't know who you are, Lord, to um, the, develop a relationship with you. Also, Lord Jesus, um, touch the hearts and minds of my, um, I would say my African um, brothers and sisters. Um, not just in, in, in Kenya, but not just in Kenya, but all over the African continent. Because the vision, the vision that you have given me, Lord, is to bring the best and brightest of the diaspora to the African continent. We want to be able, we, we want to be able to um, build um, professional and healthy um, relationships with continental Africans, Lord. Starting, starting in uh, South Africa. Yes. Um, Lord, just be able to uh, touch their hearts that they will receive what we're trying to do, Lord. That we want to be able to teach, um, I would say, uh, continental Africans that lives um, out in the rural areas, as well as in the um, urban areas, Lord, about, um, we want to help them, Lord, um, we want to provide jobs, Lord, for the youth, Lord. We want to, we want to, um, we want to be able to bring all our um, talents and skills that we learned here in in the throughout the diaspora, Lord. We want to bring our talents and skills back to help improve um, the African infrastructure, not to just sit up here and be talking about these things, Lord, but to put in put uh, the ideas that you put in my heart, Lord. Put those turn those ideas into a reality. Right now, Lord Jesus, I am trapped. I'm trapped in America because I I'm I'm on a shoestring budget. But you told me to write the vision and make it plain, and that's what I've done with that revised book. But Satan, yes, but Satan has blind my brothers and sisters here in the. the United States, Lord, they don't want to heed to what I'm saying. They don't want to work with me because I'm quote unquote a small person. Um, I'm not popular. I'm not a famous person, and that's all right, Lord. Just thank you, Lord. Um, but again, Lord, it's been 29 years, Lord. I've been faithful at this thing, and I ain't been trying my best, Lord Jesus, to um, connect with brave and smart people, Lord. Thank you for Sister Renee, Lord. That she didn't come on board to work with me, Lord, but send others, Lord. Send others, Lord. And most of all, Heavenly Father, let this uh, film project get fully funded and made, Lord. So that way I can do all those things that I keep talking about for the past 29 years. In Jesus' name. Oh, Lord, this is not a, this is not an easy task, Lord, because... This is spiritual warfare at its best. Um, here I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with um, standing against this Willie Lynch mentality within um, black society here in um, the United States, Lord. 
And also when I go to Africa, I have to deal with that um, colonized mentality, Lord. But just give me the strength, Lord Jesus, to um, perform a miracle on my behalf, Lord, that you will destroy that stuff, Lord. In Jesus' name, that black people would um, work um, together so we can build up our uh, economies instead of depending on foreign, um, um, foreign aid, Lord. And that, Lord, that you will give us back our continent, Lord, and stop all this um, exploitation that's taking place on the African continent, Lord. It doesn't sit well with me, and I don't like it. So, Lord, just give me the strength, Lord, to get this organization full, um, first, this film fully funded and made, Lord. So that way, Lord, I will have the capital, Lord, and be in a position, Lord, to hire qualified people, Lord, to help um, our people first, Lord, in the inner cities in, um, here in the United States, Lord, before I go to Africa. So that way I will have that credibility and that track record. And that way I don't have to keep explaining to people what I'm trying to do, Lord. They would see um, through this business, Lord, what we're going to do, Lord, in Jesus' name. But anyway, Lord Jesus, just please um, um, let my podcast, Lord, um, let it grow, Lord. Bring on bring on those um, white sympathizers or non-black sympathizers, Lord, that want to be part of the work with us, Lord. But again... As uh, head of um, the grassroots community activist movement, Lord, it's black people's responsibility to build this organization because after all, it's for black people. So that way we can have our own stuff instead of depending on uh, the Chinese and Europeans, Lord, that we would have our own and we would, um, we would um, be able to treat women uh, equally in this business, Lord, in terms of um, pay, uh, terms of having um, salaries, Lord, equal, Lord, to that of men, and we would um, uh, be able, Lord, to bring uh, this, uh, bring the balance with nature, Lord, again, to, to respect nature. That's what we want to be able to um, bring back with this um, Christian business, and let. Um, my Christian friends understand, Lord, that this is um, a kingdom business, Lord, that we're going to go beyond the four walls of the church and make um, an impact um, in those um, rural areas again, Lord, to help our brothers and sisters that that's hungry and that's living in dear poverty, Lord. In Jesus' name, that's what we're trying to do in this business. Amen. Amen. And that's going to conclude our show for this evening.